you want to talk about before we start recording? <laughs> no, but I did see the uh, the price of chicken is apparently like skyrocketing due to some kind of pandemic thing. And it was like, what? I saw some stupid news story on uh, Google, like Google News, like the app. And it was like, the price of chicken is skyrocketing due to, you know, the pandemic or whatever. And like restaurants just can't keep up. And I'm like, fucking spicy chicken sandwiches, man. Did we did we start something? Uh, I don't know. Did we start a revolution? Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Chicken shortages since prices soaring and restaurants can't keep up. And it's literally like a, sc- a screenshot of two buckets of chicken from KFC. Is the <laughs> image for this thing. It's ridiculous. I love how like dramatic things are becoming now. Or like... Uh, like headlines, you know, to really try to pull you yeah, this, in. Like some of them are just so dramatic. Yeah, this is and, a Wall Street Journal story, so I can't read it. Apparently, I've read too many this month. And it the the first line of this story is: chicken wings are flying off the shelves <laughs> after a year. Prom- oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, after a year of promoting takeout wings and crispy chicken sandwiches, restaurants including KFC, Wingstop, and Buffalo Wild Wings say they are paying steep prices for scarce poultry. Some are running out oh or limiting gosh. sales of tenders, wings, and fillets, cutting into some of their most reliable sales. Man. Wow. We got in right in time, then. Started a revolution. I was never not able to get a chicken sandwich, so I feel privileged, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have had some of the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> This is Bit Punch Radio, episode 019. How you doing, Rich? Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Winter's back. <laughs> yeah. It's very, uh, yes, right. It's early winter again in Indiana, which means it's forty. It's like 35 degrees in the morning and about, you know, 45, 50 degrees at night, you know, in the, in the evening. And it's just raining all the time. It's great. Mm-hmm. And it's May, by the way. Yeah, I, um, I'll walk my kids to the bus stop in multiple layers. And then in about three hours, I'm outside in shorts. <laughs> yeah. It's really strange. You're, you're a lot farther South than me You're There's definitely like a good 10 degree difference between our two. Yeah, biomes. You're, you're definitely way colder than I am. Yeah, it's very cold, <laughs> um, which sucks because my, my brand new car, my brand new electric car doesn't like the cold very much. Um, Actually, it's fine. It doesn't really matter, but that's a simple Well, we, we got to talk about this because <laughs> you had like a flawless delivery. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I want to know what happened because I, I seen the Discord messages, but I don't really know anything beyond that. So yeah. So uh, I don't know when it was. Uh, it was about a month ago. Actually, a month ago tomorrow, I ordered the my Tesla Model 3 and was originally supposed to take delivery of it on May 1st, which was last Saturday, and kind of got everything all scheduled and, like, scheduled with Tesla and, like, 
got babysitters for my kids so I could drive there on the sat down there on this down to Indianapolis on a Saturday and pick up the car and you know go home trade my other car in traded my other car in so had this all set up and then they call me like the day like pretty late in the day before on that Friday like the day I'm for, the day before I'm supposed to go pick it up and they're like yeah man we were detailing it and we found a scratch in one of the windows and I'm like okay He's like, we really want to replace the window since you're all the way up in Fort Wayne and we don't want you to have to like come back down here to like get your window replaced. So we want to push you back to the next Tuesday, the 4th. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that sucks because I was more frustrated about the logistics because being a parent, like you like, like getting things set up and then something falls through just kind of ruins the whole thing, you know? it's like, okay, now I got to take PTO off work to go down there on a Tuesday to go get this stupid car. Like I had all this figured out and then all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. I don't even want it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know what, man, fuck it. Like just just keep the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Tuesday rolls around. Um, I actually called them on Monday. I'm like, hey, were you able to get the window put in? And they're like, no, not yet. But just come down. We'll We'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay. So I get down there, um, and they still hadn't replaced the window. But upon looking at all the windows, I couldn't find any scratches, and neither could anybody there. And they're like, maybe we confused yours with somebody's? Because, like, it's it's written on, like, their service report. Like, there's a scratch in one of the passenger side windows. But, we, like, we can't find it anywhere. Um, hmm. So long story short, they're like, you know what? We actually have like mobile techs um, up where I live that like drive around like these Amazon style vans and they just come to your house and fix your car. Like Tesla has these people that do that. And he's like, you know what? We can do that at your house and we can just do it like in a couple weeks. Like if you can't find anything and you think everything's fine, you can cancel it, whatever. I'm like, okay. So long story short, I got the car on Tuesday. It's awesome. I love it. It's super weird not having to worry about gas. And I think this is the first time I've driven a car, like as a daily driver, that people are staring at me constantly while I'm driving. <laughs> sure, like, people, yeah. like every time somebody pulls up beside me, they're just staring at me. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's really strange. Like, I've, I mean, I've had nice cars, but not like, not like an unusual car that like people don't see every day, you know. Right. So. Um, oh yeah, I think every time I see one, you kind of have the oh. Like, yeah, you just want to look at it. You're like, oh, this, yeah, it's like a unicorn. Yeah, and know? it's and it's definitely not like a, a snobbish thing at all. It's just like I don't see these often. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of have. I feel like at some point one's going to do a trick in front of me. I just <laughs> don't know. So I got to feel. I feel like I just have to sit and stare at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've already called about like getting my windows tinted so people can't see me. Because it's a little weird. It's definitely really weird. Like, I've made way too much eye contact with people in the last two or three days. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really cool car. Um, I've got like a home charging setup on like a 240 volt plug. So I just plug it in at night and like you can set up the car. Like I want to like on weekdays, I leave at basically the same time every day. Like when I go to work. So I leave the house at like 6.30, 6.45. And so I can like plug in my car, get in it on the massive little like touch screen and say, hey, I just want the car to be ready by 6.30. And it's like, okay, we'll wait until like off peak hours and then we'll 
like off peak for power company. And then we'll charge your car when it's cheaper and it'll just be ready when you get up in the morning. And so I'll get up in the morning and I'll have like a little notification like, Hey, your car's ready. It's already like preheated. It's like sitting in my garage because wow. it's not a gas car. So it can just be on in the garage, which is weird. Um, right. So it's like ready to go. And it, there's just a lot of like smart little kind of Apple, Apple like quality of life stuff in that car. Um, just like with the way the software is laid out and just the way it operates is very, um, it's very user friendly once you kind of get used to it. Like just, it's very apple to me. Like, like, mm. like when you like hold up an iPhone to like a, like a Wi-Fi password, it's just like, oh, you took a picture of a Wi-Fi password here. It just, it, it just does it. It's just like, here you go. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. Like it, it just works. Yeah. The, the, there's stuff in that car that does that for sure. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, it's really fast. <laughs> uh, I got the, uh, kind of the standard model. I didn't get like the sport model. Uh, mm-hmm. but because it's electric, it just accelerates ridiculously fast. Um, the autopilot stuff where it like drives itself is really creepy. Um, the first time I did it, like on the interstate, I did not like it at all. Cause it's just driving like it's, it's not like, have you ever driven a car that has like that lane departure stuff where it'll like correct the steering wheel if like if you drift out of your lane? I have not, but okay. I'm, I'm one of the ones that the, is it the anti-lock brakes where if you're sliding in snow or something, it locks yeah. up. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. 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 Like I yeah. feel like I've, I start pushing harder even though it does nothing, <laughs> but I'm like, no, no, don't take control from me. Like I'm braking. I had a Camaro that would do that to me and it like driving like first off driving a Camaro in the snow is a terrible terrible thing but yes. <laughs> for it to then like take your brakes from you and it's like no you can't brake anymore cuz you're sliding it's like yo I need to brake. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the, the the whole driving itself thing is is it's a st- it's a whole step farther than like that lane departure stuff. So like my Volkswagen uh that's like our family car it has this it has that lane departure stuff. So if you're on like the highway and you like start drifting out of your lane, it'll kind of correct the steering wheel and like kind of pull you back in. Hmm. This is like driving. Like it'll go around <laughs> a whole curve. And you can kind of get that lane departure thing to do that, but it's like it has to like drift out of the lane and then come back, drift out of the lane and then come back. Like this is like actively staying in the middle of the road. Right. Um so it's 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 it, it's wild. This the thing is nuts, um, but I really like it. I like it a lot. So the the center thing where like all the controls are, you can take that out and take that in your house, right? No. Oh, no, it looked a, like your picture that you sent me earlier was. I don't know. It just didn't look like it was in the car. Yeah, it's like it's like mounted almost like on like a monitor kind of mount ish like it kind of sticks out away from the console mm. i think it's 15 inches it's like if you took like a 15 inch macbook and like just tore the screen off it and just mounted it like in the center of your front of your car um and it's you know obviously all touchscreen and like you control everything from that touchscreen um, the only buttons in the car are the window buttons and there's two buttons on the steering wheel uh that that do some of the autopilot and like your volume and stuff for like your music um, it's got Spotify built in. It's got 
like Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, a bunch of games. It actually has Cuphead, Stardew Valley, a few other games. Like when you're when you're charging, like if you're on a trip and you're at a supercharger and you gotta be there for thirty minutes, you can get out like an Xbox controller and hook it up to that screen and like play Xbox. That, um, that's awesome. Or not play Xbox, but play those games that are on there. Yeah. Or watch Netflix or whatever. It's got LTE in it. Um, it yeah, it's just and, and it's weird because it takes software. Hold on, updates. hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't just so it's got LTE in it. Like how yeah. how are you paying for that? Is it like a monthly that you have to pay Tesla or? Yeah, so it's s- it's it's no okay. different than like your phone or like your uh, not like your phone, but like an iPad or whatever. Uh, sure. Tesla has something called premium connectivity. So if you want Spotify. Um, and some of that stuff you have to pay. It's ten bucks a month to get that oh, connectivity. Okay. Yeah, sounds yeah. kind of worth it though. Yeah, I I mean I use Spotify all the time. Like I could, it has Bluetooth and like I can hook that up and just listen to stuff through my phone too, which I may end up doing. Um, it doesn't have like Apple CarPlay or Android Auto on it. It's it's kind of its own. Mm. It's kind of its own thing, and I, I like it quite a bit though. Some people, the thing is, is it takes software updates like your phone, like. Uh, the whole UI just changed uh, last holiday. They changed like how the whole UI looks on that center screen, kind of like an iOS update, but with the car. <laughs> um, and like on that update, like a bunch of people's car got like better range because they redid like their battery algorithm, and so like all of a sudden everybody's car got more efficient. Um, wow! And they're kind of due for another update, so I'm kind of excited to kind of see what happens. So. Um, cause like when I pull it into my garage, it'll hook up to my like Wi-Fi in my house. So yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. I'm, I'm making a trip down. We're going to, we're going to take the Tesla for a little ride. Yes, for sure. That sounds fun. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. I'll have, I'm sure I'll have more thoughts as I, as I get to drive it some more. Yeah. You've only had it a couple days. I want to hear like about taking it down country roads and, you know, far distances and just how all that works. But yeah, yep. It'll be, my kids like it cause the whole roof is like glass. Uh, so they can like, like they're in the back seat, they can look up and like see outside. The whole thing's like a big oh, fish wow. bowl. That's the other reason I kind of want to get it tended cause there's, it's just like a big bowl, just glass everywhere. Um, hmm. but yeah, yeah. Um, I did binge watch a whole new, uh, Netflix show. Okay. Uh, it's called Shadow and Bone. Have you watched it or heard of it? No. I've I've heard of it uh, only because it's like always in your face, you know, yep. when you launch Netflix. It's, it's, so. it's that Netflix show right now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is... It, it's, it's a lot... It reminds me of The Hunger Games. Like, it's one of these... It's, it's based on a set of books... Um, I think quite a few books actually from an author, I think from the 2010s. Um, but it, it reminds me of the hunger games. Like it, it feels like those not like the novel was like a teen girl, maybe focused mm. like a teen, like a more young adult type of book. And I don't yeah. mean that in a bad way. Like I, hunger games was a good movie. Um, but that's kind of the vibe that it gave me. Um, I really like, the uh like universe that it's in so it's i don't think it's on earth i think it's like a fantasy world and essentially you have like normal humans and then like humans with uh 
kind of magic. And certain people are born with certain magic. Uh, like um, some people like can, you know, control fire and some people control air and some people can control um, like one of the, and, and the, these people are called Grisha. Um, they don't, they call it the small science, I think is what I was picking up on. They don't actually call it magic. Um, I think that might be like a thing from the book, but I, I liked like the world, the, that the show, like the story is built around like the, the whole world and like the fantasy setting is, is, is interesting to me. I want to, I kind of want to read the books. I might actually read the first book and, and kind of see what I was missing out on. Um, but the whole premise of the show is, uh, on this, in this like fantasy world, there's this big like void, um, that like separates uh, a bunch of the continents so like this this like event happened and like separated like this kingdom like into two. And so you have these people stuck on the one side and then these other people on the other and in this void is like all these monsters. And so they've like mm. basically they they like make these runs through the void and like sometimes they get through and sometimes they don't. It's it's kind of this weird like political thing going on and then obviously this like this little love story going on. It it I thought it was really good. I would recommend it. It's probably okay. not probably not for the kids. It is a little I don't know if it's R rated, but some people get dismembered. Sure. Um but yeah, it, I I thought it was pretty good. I actually really liked it. I I kind of bench watched it uh, pretty quickly. It yeah, it kind of reminded me though of like The Hunger Games or uh what's that other one? Divergent. Do you ever watch Divergent? No. I know of it though. I I like that movie too actually. Maybe I'm just into that kind of thing. I don't know. Um, you should give the that first just like tweens killing each other. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I don't know. Like, I don't mean it in a bad way at all. But that's <laughs> definitely like I feel like that's definitely like what like who it's marketed at because um, it's very Hunger it, Gamesy. It it almost sounds like the show, the HBO show we're watching right now, The Nevers, where it's like all these women. I think it's mostly women, but there might be a couple like men that gain these powers, and I think. There, I think there's so many things out there that are doing that exact concept. So I'm probably confusing it with a book or a comic I'm reading, but I think they call it the touched. So mm, like, okay. uh, you know, I've, I, um, can summon fire and I've been touched or, uh, the main girl in that show, she, uh, can see like some sort of action in the future and it's like a snippet of it. And she has no control over it. So it's just like, yo, you're going to, you're about to get punched in the face like this afternoon or something. And she'll kind of just see it happen. She's like, okay, well, I know where we need to go because I need to go get punched in the face, like in this scenario (laughs) or something. So, um, yeah, that's almost like another one. Like it's, I think it's decent. It's, it seems interesting enough that I want to, you know, continue to watch it. So, um, I think we've added shadow and bone to like our list, you know, on Netflix, like how you can kind of curate your own list of stuff that you want to watch. Um, so yeah, maybe at some point we'll get around to that. You should, you should definitely watch it. It's, it's pretty good. It's got Ben Barnes in it. I don't know if you know who he is. Um, I was about to ask if there's any like notable people in it. The only one that I 
saw or like, uh, that I recognized was Ben Barnes. He's the. I don't know who that is. Do you watch Westworld? Westworld. That was the futuristic, right? Show. Mm, yeah, that was the one where you could go to the old west, like theme okay, park. Okay, okay. I watched the first robots. season of that. Okay, so in the first season, the the guy that goes into the park has that shitty brother-in-law. Hold on, what's his name again? Let ben, me look him up. Ben, it's Ben Barnes. So he's also, have you seen The Punisher on Netflix? No, and that's like one of the only uh, Marvel shows I didn't watch. Dude, the and Punisher I hear it's like one so of the best good. ones. Yeah. The Punisher is really good. Is that the Lucifer guy? No. Kind of looks like the Lucifer guy. Kind of does, yeah. But he's, he's yeah, not the Lucifer guy. He's in it. I actually really like him. He's really good in The Punisher, um, the first season of The Punisher. Um, he's been in a couple other things that I like, but he's really good in this movie, in this show too, actually. There's some really good um, new actors in this show that I really like. Um, some really good act character actors, for sure. You should really watch it. I, I really, okay. really liked it a lot. Hmm. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. Yeah. Yep. Let's see here. Uh, games. I haven't been playing a ton of games. Um, I'm kind of still grinding away at uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That game just goes on forever. Like I. Are you? Hold on. Are you playing that on Stadia or your Xbox? Uh, my Xbox. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the game I load up on Saturday if I happen to wake up before the rest of the family and play for an hour and then put it down. So sure. it it's just, there's just so much to do in that game. Like, and I'm not even doing all the side stuff. I'm just doing the like mainlining the story. But it seems like now I've gotten to a point where I'm going to have to go do some side stuff because I'm under leveled, which kind of sucks. But uh, mm. that game still runs so bad on my Xbox. It's well, you're playing on a one S. I, I so. know, but that game came out like. I think that game came out before the one the Series X was released. Yeah, probably. I think I think it did. Don't quote me on that. Um, but it's been like a lot of months since that game came out. You would think they'd mm-hmm. kind of make it not run like poop. Maybe that did launch. Maybe that was a was that a launch game? It, I think so. I think that was one of the ones where they were like, "We have a launch game. It's just not a first party." Yeah. Um, so it was like that. And then, you know, cyber cyberpunk came out in December. Oh yeah. November 10th, 2020. Gears Tactics, so right I think was the, the time. yeah, was like considered, you know, their launch title, even though it's been on PC for a while, but right, right, right. Yeah. So, so not, not, yeah. not been playing a whole lot. Um, just nothing's kind of, I kind of fell off outriders. I don't really want to, ever since that stupid spider, I didn't want to go back and screw with that spider again. Cause I tried to get back on and beat it by myself, and it, it kicked me back again. It, like, hard crashed. I just can't get past that part. So I, I never went back. I never went back I, and tried. I have some thoughts on Outriders. Um, I can get. I can talk about it when you're done. I'm done. That's all I got. Okay. Well, let's talk about Outriders. Uh, I have finished Outriders. <laughs> what? Yeah. You finished, finished that it. game? Yeah. You finished a video game? Yeah. Wow. Uh. I don't know what that's like. So hold on here. I got to see if I can find. Okay. All right. So I have a couple notes here from the ending of this game. Um, 
Talking about glitchy. Okay, so did, I don't know if I said this on air or not, but I fought that spider boss three times. Yeah, yeah, um, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> I would beat it, get to the next day. I, I don't think I went to the next area my first and second time. So it was like I would load the game back up and I'd have to run through that whole scenario again. It was, it was like I just didn't do it. That game has hard crashed on me. I don't know how many times. I'm <laughs> honestly shocked that I stuck around with it, but I just it just the grind of it. Like I would I don't care to admit this. I would lower my difficulty. Like I mostly played on 3 and if I got stuck on a boss, I would just lower it to 2. It was like I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about the loot. Um I've got good enough loot that I'm playing with. Um So the ending i'm i'm not going to spoil anything but this won't make sense to you unless you've beaten this game whatever's playing the signal it's in here let's finish this together my game glitched out and my main character that's all he would say like they were (laughs) they were trying to talk to him and he just kept saying whatever's playing the signal it's in here let's finish this together oh wow and they'd be like, hey, <laughs> look, should we go left or right? Whatever's playing the signal, <laughs> let's finish. Like, it, that's all he would say. And he kept glitching out. So then um, you meet a, uh, I don't, uh, sorry, generic character. He's not a generic character, but generic character. You meet him at the end. He's wearing like a duster jacket, but he doesn't have his arms and the sleeves. So he's just it's just kind of like resting on his shoulders, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I could tell there was like an over ambitious animator that really wanted to make his jacket try to like move in some sort of realistic way, but like kind of flap around like, uh, like it just stood out. Like his face looked like ass, but I really <laughs> want to animate his jacket. But this thing was freaking out and i think it was like causing my game to try and glitch and stutter because it was trying to render this jacket but this jacket was like spazzing on this guy so it's like this heartfelt you know we're gonna we got to talk about like the ending of this game and i'm just watching this jacket blow in like a hurricane style wind and it was just (laughs) Free, and it was like just completely just farting out the anything, any sort of emotion that they were trying to have. Cause I was just so stuck on watching this jacket just like freak. That whole game is just one big glitch, it seems like. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times it just would crash on me, or I would just, I guess I would just join the wrong server and, um, yeah, just have a real bad experience. But, uh, yeah, I didn't do it, it. It kind of there towards the end, like the last maybe six or seven areas you visit, it, it kind of is like tunneling you towards the ending. You know what? That game is the perfect Game Pass game. I'd be upset if I spent <laughs> money on it. I think there's something there. I enjoyed my time with it, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it needs to cook for a while longer. Like if they do some sort of game of the year edition or, you know, they have like a 2.0 that they come out with, it might be interesting. I might be interested to check that out, but 
man, it's, it's still really rough. Um, like you're saying, uh, with AC Valhalla, it's pretty rough too. And you know, it, it might not be, it might not be that bad on like a newer console, but you and I both are playing on the digital only Xbox one, not even the new series. Um, and it just does not run good. I di- I didn't check it out on PC. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was fun enough uh, that I stuck around. That's crazy. I, I figured you would have fell off it. No, I, I, I thought about it a couple times, but, <laughs> and you're, I, th- I think you were kind of like, uh, over the, the whole, like, um, oh, how do I explain this? Uh, I'm in an area and then I'm going to go down a pretty hallway to the next area and fight monster yeah. closet after monster closet. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And that, that is like that the entire game. So mm. if you thought at some point it would try to open up, Oh, well, I will say that this is kind of a spoiler, but there is an, there is a part in that game that it really makes it seem like I'm going into a war hmm. and it's like, a it almost felt like um like that medal of honor opening in d-day where you're just like holy crap i have a whole crew here with me like 10 like 10 people or more and we're we're going in this war (laughs) and it's like okay let's do this 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 might actually be really cool and it they do it for a minute and then all of a sudden i kind of noticed that i was the only one out there (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like, man, you, you, you kind of had something there for a minute, but then now it's just me again, like yeah, all by myself, yeah. like, like playing with you, you know, it'd be cool. But to have like, you know, a whole crew of people, cause I think you can only have like up to three in this game, but to see like 10 or 12 blips on the map, you know, like, Oh wow. They're, and they're actually like doing something that would have been really cool. But no, it just kind of, it did not do anything <laughs> like that. Um, Outriders was fun enough. If you have Game Pass, check it out. I would not pay $60 for that game. Um, maybe give it another six months. I think it's... They've probably made enough money off of it that they will continue to um, support and make changes and probably do some sort of DLC at some point. Oh, yeah, um, I'm sure. So yeah, we'll Yeah, it seemed like that game kind of t- did take off a little bit. Uh, they're kind of like when we were playing it there at the beginning. So I, I'm sure they, yeah. I'm sure they did. Okay. Yeah. Um, so all the talk about resident evil eight, um, I started playing seven, uh, on PC. So, you know, I, I have an older ish PC. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of like testing. I just want to like see what, what all I can play. So I have a 1440 P monitor. I have the Samsung G5. It's like a super curved monitor. Um, and uh, I played like maybe 30 minutes of that on my Xbox. But I didn't know that 8 is kind of a not a sequel. Maybe it is a sequel, but it's like some of the same characters. Like it's Ethan. Ethan was the main guy in 7. And it looks like he's going to be the main guy in 8. So I was like, well, I, I kind of want to. I'm interested in that franchise enough that yeah. I want to uh, 
see that through. So I started playing seven. I'm again, I'm only an hour into it. Um, seems really good so far. Uh, and I watched some of the, uh, giant bomb quick look, uh, resident evil eight. And it seems like they're kind of not the same, but I think they, they're both going through for that same vibe. Uh, it's definitely way different than resident evil five and six, you know, that was more of like shooter heavy and, um, this is kind of going back to the roots of like trying to be scary and just really weird, you know, kind of sticky, <laughs> almost like, um, were you ever a fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? Do you ever watch any of those new ones? Uh, I think that first new one. Yeah. Okay. Then that's like, like really messed up families that are yeah. like capturing these people and stuff. It kind of like seven kind of has that vibe. To it. Mm, okay. Uh, but again, I'm only an hour into like probably what is an eight to ten hour game. So, uh, but I think I'll stick with that one through, and then at some point I'll pick up Resident Evil Village. I think is the name of that one because it looks looks like it might be pretty fun. Um, kind of falling off Fate Tactics. I hit a boss fight that I cannot get past, and I just don't think I want to grind my way through it. So. I tried to load it up the other day and I was like, I'm just not interested. There's like way, there's more games out there that I'd rather be playing. Um, like Yakuza zero. Uh Oh, rich. Are you into this game now? Oh my gosh. I am into this game. (laughs) It is ridiculous. And so I tried to play it a couple months back and I thought it was, I, I don't know. I think, like, it doesn't have that strong of an opening. Um, but I only gave it, like, an hour. And then um, got into the combat sequence, and I was like, I'm just not liking this combat either. I just, I don't think it's for me. Yeah. But with so many people that talk about Yakuza, I was like, there's there's some, there has to be something there. I, I got to give it more than an hour. And I think the fact that it's on Game Pass, they're all on Game Pass, so I could literally play that entire series. There might be one that's missing, but er- like everything else is on there. Yakuza 0 through 6, I could play all of them if I wanted to. So I was like, okay, let me get through this like initial hour and then see like what goes on from there. So, Yakuza 0... Obviously, it's a prequel um, to the Yakuza 1 through 6 or 7, whatever they're on now. Um, And it's like a really good starting point for people that are new to the series because trying to jump into like 4 or 5, I feel like you'd be lost. Like there's a lot of lore there that that would probably be required for you to know to feel like you're invested with these characters. So um, I've just seen a lot of people say, hey, start with Yakuza 0. If you like it, you know, go through one through six. But some people are like, feel free to play through all of them at the same or at uh, like back to back. Some people are like, eh, take a break from time to time because you don't want to burn yourself out. But this game, so you, it's it's broken up in chapters, and it seems like every other chapter you play a different character. So you oh, start really? the game with with Ki, with a, a a man named Kiru, and he. Seems like he's like the poster child of Yakuza. It's like, if you hear about Yakuza, I feel like I'm only heard about this man named Kiru. But it also 
um, every other chapter is um, this character with an eye patch, and his name is uh, Goro Bajima. And both of their stories, so it's like, you know, they're kind of telling these two separate stories, and they're both like very, very. I could throw 10 varies interesting. They're, they're really oh, okay. funny. And I just think it's some of the best storytelling that I've seen in video games in a while. Like, um, Kidu's story is more typical with like Yakuza. So I don't want to get too much into the story. Um, but he's, he's in the Yakuza but then he gets framed for... So, like, Japan doesn't really have guns. Like, Yakuza has guns, but, like, America, everyone has a gun under their bed. Yep. That is not the case in Japan. So, <laughs> so like, guns are, like, hardly a thing that you see, even in the game. You know, they like, you just don't really see them a whole lot. But Kiru goes out, and he is, like, a hit. But a hit to him is just, like, I gotta beat the shit out of this person. But when they find the body he has a bullet like through him and he's like, so he was kind of framed for this murder. So they're like, yo, you can't be murdering people. This was just supposed to be like a, you know, you rough this guy up and like, it just, it's like all this intricate stuff is happening, but it's also the thing where you're like in Skyrim or, uh, um, any other game like that like an open world game where you're like, you've got this crazy thing happening, but then this other person's like, yo, can you get me like a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit? <laughs> like I'm, I'm stuck here and I really want a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit. And you're like, yes, I will go get you this. So whatever it's, you know, I know I'm framed for murder right now. I will go get you this bacon, egg yeah. and cheese biscuit. So it's, it, it, it does that kind of stuff too. But a lot of that, side story stuff is really interesting and um some of it i'm ignoring but some of it i'm choosing to kind of interact with but yeah so it's a typical like yakuza style gangster story on one end but then goro uh majima's story is like this ridiculous thing where he is a he's like a, a boss at this cabaret club and but he's like he kind of like does Yakuza type shit, but he's not really in any sort of like gang, but he wants to be in one. So he's like trying to prove himself, you know, but he gets himself into some really crazy shit. And it's so funny, um, like the way that the the way that they're telling the story and then watching how these characters like interact with them, because I'm reading the entire story. So I'm not doing the English dub. I'm doing the, I'm listening to it in, you know, Japanese, but uh, reading the whole thing. But man, it's even doing that. Like I'm still so invested, already invested in these characters. I'm on chapter seven. I think there's 17 chapters. I have no idea at some point if they end up like kind of weaving back and forth together. That has not happened yet. It's really fun the combat is kind of like whatever i'm not there for that um it's ridiculous combat and you do like it's it's you do get um like different uh fighting styles so like 
a thug fighting style might you might approach like items in the street in the middle of a fight and pick them up and use them so like you're picking up bicycles and using that as a weapon but then like majima he picks up a break dancing um, <laughs> fighting style so he just is like spinning and doing all this like it's a ridiculous game it, it is and it's it's telling a ridiculous story and i think it's that same thing that we've talked about the difference between Outriders and Gears, where Gears is trying to take itself too seriously. Outriders knows it's telling a ridiculous story. I think the same thing with Yakuza 0. It's like it's telling a really interesting story, but you also see a guy in the street in his underwear just like dancing, and he he's I I can't there's no other way to say it. He's just basically just getting off like all the time. <laughs> and they, but they have like full blown conversations about it. Like, back and forth conversations. He's just like, wow, how can you last this long? Oh, well, let me give you some... T- I mean, but it's it's so ridiculous. But it works in this context. I, I really, really like this game. Um, and I think if if it keeps it up and all the other games are just like this, like I, would, I could see me playing through this entire series. That's crazy. I would, I would not have thought that had been your type of game. I know, me neither. But I think it's just telling such a really... If if the story was not interesting, the gameplay there would not keep me hooked. I'd be like, nah, I'm out. Uh, it, it's The fighting is whatever. Um, it does feel really Sega-like. Mm. Um, so I've recently been to an arcade. Um, there's a, an arcade around here. It's called Rec Bar. Um, you know, they serve food and stuff, but so I, I, I played some of those older style Sega games, um, like Sega arcade games. And it's like the, I just see a lot of Sega in Yakuza zero. So like the transitions and even down to like the noises, like that it makes, it just reminds me a lot of like old school Sega, which mm-hmm. I was a Nintendo kid growing up, but I still like had an appreciation for Sega and stuff. But anyway, um, if the story was not interesting, I would not, I wouldn't even care about this game, but it's, it's telling such a ridiculous story and it definitely does have like a, it's, it's weird. Like, uh, how do I say this? I don't want to sound ignorant, but women are weak and men are strong. Mm. So you see a lot of that. Like, I don't think I've fought a single woman, but all the women in the game are are coming off like teeny boppers that need the men to help them in is whatever that, situation. That's kind of a Japanese culture. So thing, it is a though, very right? much culture thing. Yes, it is, um, and it's very prevalent here. But where they take that stuff seriously, I think we kind of look down on that stuff a little bit. Um, so you, you kind of just have to keep an open mind of that, like. Today, um, I thought it was for a mission, but I walked into a club and I went to a room and watched a 30 second video of a Japanese woman just like doing whatever. (laughs) But there is like, I guess it's like a collectible thing in the game where it's like you can collect all these different things um, like cards or like cassettes or whatever. And, and just watch this stuff if you wanted to. But you can also ignore that completely. 
Like some of that stuff might actually weave its way into the story. Again, I'm only maybe a third of the way through it, but um, yes, it definitely is like more of a culture thing. But hmm. um, so yeah, when I when I really started getting into this, I was like, huh, I wonder like what other people like thought of this game. And the reviews are actually all really high, uh, but there there are also people like yo just be aware of this kind of stuff like to us it's kind of filthy to them you know it's not really that big a deal so um i do not recommend it for you i don't think you would like it you really? might like the story hmm. um i i do think the story carries that game um but the actual gameplay itself is just kind of whatever uh, honestly i think is it like uh, it does, Dynasty Warsy? Like in a maybe, sense where maybe, you, maybe not like all the like four hundred people on the screen, but like that like fighting type, like fighting kind of larger groups yeah. of people. It, it feels like a um, I almost want to say like Dynasty Warriors and Soul Caliber. Huh. Not where you're standing like two, you know, one and one are facing each other, but. I Soul Calibur in a sense where you're hitting like XXXY to do a combo or XYB to do right. some sort of combo, grab the guy and then throw him. Um, it's hyper violent. Uh, <laughs> again, I don't want to go into the story, but like some stuff that happens to Majima, he's he comes off as like an idiot sometimes, but man, like... Maybe off air, I'll, I'll tell you like some of the stuff that happens with this certain person that he's looking for. But um, man, it's it's cool. It's it's a cool story. <laughs> it's a fun enough video game, but I'm I'm having a blast with it. Good. Um, I might try it out. Okay, if you do, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I might I might um, try it out. And get and if if you do try it give it at least three hours. Okay. Like maybe get through the first two chapters. I'd say each chapter probably takes like two hours or something. So at least get through, uh, Kiru's two chapters. And then once you get introduced to, uh, Majima, like I'm telling you, man, it's, I think each chapter I have probably laughed out loud to my, I'm, I'm in here by myself. Like, once or twice. <laughs> so I feel like every chapter there's something that made me laugh out loud just because of how either ridiculous or it's really, really well-written stuff. Um, yeah. I could go on and on, but yeah. And if you do like it, they're all on Game Pass. So, so what I think I might do is play Finish Yakuza 0 pick up Mass Effect, play through all of Mass Effect 1. Did Mass Effect 1 have DLC? Was DLC a thing? Oh, boy. I feel like it did, but I don't remember what it was called. So then take a break and then play Yakuza 1 and then play Mass Effect 2 and all of its DLC and then jump into Yakuza 2 and then kind of go from there. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah, so... I've uh, been looking for a Series X. I hear that they're doing a lot of work to make Mass Effect run really good on there. Um, but they don't have a Series X version. 
Oh, so, so yeah, it's going to upscale. Yeah, which I guess is fine. Um, but I was kind of telling myself at first, I was like, I don't want to buy anything until I get a Series X. Like, I don't want to buy any more games. I'll just keep playing games on Game Pass. But I don't think they're doing a Series X version right now. Or if huh. they do in the future, maybe they'll do like a $10 upgrade or something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, so Resident Evil, Yakuza Outriders, Fate Tactics. Um, that's really all I've been playing. Oh, and I've been playing um, Bloodstained, Cur- I, I think it's called like Curse of the Moon or something. It's like a, one of those 8-bit um, Castlevania-style games. So, uh, I've been playing that, streaming it to my phone. <laughs> and then I streamed some of Yakuza 0 from uh, Game Pass, um, whatever they're calling it, the xCloud stuff. Yeah. And then my son actually streamed some Plants vs. Zombies 2. Uh, the Garden Warfare one where it's like the first-person yeah. shootery stuff. Yep. So I asked him for his feedback on that. He said, kind of glitchy, but it works good enough. Hmm. So I was like, okay. You know, he's six years old, so I didn't want to push any further than that. Uh, I streamed Yakuza 0 to my iPad. Um, I have Google Wi-Fi, and I'm really close to a, not the main puck, but like one of the ones that disperses your signal again. And it ran terribly. Really? I then loaded up Wolfenstein, and you start that game. It's kind of heavy. You start that game in an airplane, and there's like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I couldn't really tell what was going on because of how bad it was loading. Oh, my. Yeah. So I've seen some other people say that they've had similar experiences with it, but I don't know if it's a timing thing or I just was connected to a bad server, but I see a lot of people say that they have great success with it. My experience with it so far hasn't been great. Um, I think Amazon Luna ran significantly better. Um, I know you've had good, good success with Stadia. Um, my only experience with Stadia was with Destiny 2 when it kind of first launched, and that that wasn't a good experience, but um, that could have also been Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. just real bad there at the beginning. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so far, like, I was really hyped for xCloud. Um, I have not tried it hardwired, though, so I might try to do that before we record again and um, see where we uh, see where we land there. Um, have you played with it much? No, I, I feel like I did a long time ago. I played like Halo on my phone and it was like, Mm. it was okay, but like, I'm never going to do it that way. So you weren't streaming your Xbox to your phone. You were streaming X clown. Yes. Yes. Yep. Cause I, I stream my Xbox to like my phone or my laptop or something quite often. And it's fine enough. Like, um, especially with playing something like Yakuza zero where there's moments where you might, I might just be hitting a for like 10 or 15 minutes cause I'm watching a cut scene. So like, yeah. I feel like I can just kind of stream that stuff and it's fine. Um, but yeah, if I was, if I was trying to play something like Forza horizon or something, I just, I don't know if I, would, <laughs> I don't know if I'd have a good experience with that. Um, 
But yeah, I, I hear mixed things. It's mostly positive. I just have not had a good experience with it yet. Um, but I do want to keep playing with it because I was really, really excited about it. And I hope it, I hope they iron out those little kinks, which yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure they will. I'm sure they, I'm sure they will. Yeah. 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 Um, geez, what else have I been up to? Uh, that's all video games. Tabletop, we start playing Love Letter. Um, I got my whole family playing that now. I've got the OG version where you're trying to court the princess. And then I've got the um, <laughs> the Batman version where you're trying <laughs> to round up um, like the villains. So the villains all busted out of Arkham Asylum. And it was funny, like, so they wanted, like, I read them the story of Love Letter, the... Uh, princess version of it like the original version and they're like okay you're trying to court the princess they're like okay i got it well in the batman version you know you're not trying to court the joker you're trying to arrest him and they were like my daughter or maybe it's my son uh was just like so are you are you trying to date the joker (laughs) and i was like no you're not you're not trying to date the joker i said but you're not trying to date the princess either you're courting her and he was just like what does that mean and i said well you're dating or you're totally right but <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like i was trying to say like no you're you're wanting to court her and like what does that mean i was like okay sure you're trying to date her but well first you send her a tiktok and then yeah right. you get her you get her snap you got a code. heart yeah yeah yep. that's that's what it'll mean by the time he's ready to do that <laughs> Oh my gosh. I can't I can't imagine like what that's gonna be like and it won't be uh it won't be where you sit down in a study hall and you play that game where you fold the paper and then you put like your middle finger and your the, thumb in it and you like move it the four directions. Yep. It's like the magic eight ball of the paper. Red, blue, thing. yellow or whatever that thing's white. called. Yeah. That's yeah. that's just TikTok now. Or it's the will you date me? Yes or no? Exactly. Checkbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that that's a fun game. Love letters. Uh, it's a very easy game to understand. There's only 15 cards, so um, yeah, that's that's really fun. And I did get a new game in today. Um, it's called Century Spice Road. I've not played it yet. Um, but I'm sure I'll have thoughts on that at some point. So that's all tabletop. What else do I got on here? Uh, I've, I've, I think I'm caught up on something is killing the children. Um, I did not really talk about that a whole lot last week. I'm, I don't plan on getting into it like, uh, now, uh, but I might actually write it about it. Like in our next newsletter. Uh, that's a really, really good comic. Um, uh, I do want to pick up the ask Iwata book. So, uh, Satoru Iwata, he was the president of Nintendo, passed away three or four years ago. Um, he was always known for being like a super kind person and was kind of like, if people asked personal questions about him, he would always like change it to be like, no, let's talk about the game I'm here to promote or something like, you know, so he was really reserved with some, with, um, his personal life. I don't know if this book kind of goes into it, but I know that um, they were just able to get some some um, content together for a book about Iwata. Um, I guess the book, like, you can read all of these for free, 
they're kind of spread out in different different websites and stuff but the book kind of compiled it all together and so hmm. I will probably read that for my May book um I read The Invisible Life of Annie LaRue I'm all, well, I'm I read it I'm almost done with it um and that's been a really fun read too uh, I'm starting to I'm trying to figure out what comic I want to read next because uh, I am caught up on the something is killing the children so I thought about reading the um, the God Butcher series of Thor because I think the his new movie will be based on that. But also there is this series called Sweet Tooth. I know nothing about the the series except that there's a little boy with like reindeer horns on it. It's being made into a TV show on Netflix by Robert Downey Jr. I did not know he had his own production company that he That's shares weird. with his wife. And so they are adapting this comic series. I think it's Netflix. I could be wrong, but it's one of the streaming services. Um, And so that obviously was like, oh, well, maybe I need to check this book out. Um, uh, What else? What else? Uh, Finished Invincible. It's a great show. Um, I think we talked. We kind of touched on that last episode, but uh, definitely finishes strong. Um, Did you start watching that? No, not yet. Okay, you need to check that out if you can find some time. Um, I know Castlevania is on Netflix. It's about to enter its last season, uh, so I'm kind of wanting to check that show out. I did. (laughs) So, okay. Um, I watched Mortal Kombat, but before I talk about Mortal Kombat, I was looking up, um, like, box office numbers. And Mortal Kombat was made on like $48 million, I think. And the box office, it's like, it's made its money back already. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool. That's, I'm, I'm glad to see that. Um, because that movie was definitely set up to, for like multiple sequels. Like, what do you think of when you think of Mortal Kombat? You think of a tournament. Yeah. You think of ninjas and fatalities um <laughs> this this movie mortal kombat does not have a tournament hmm. because i think they were they were just hoping like okay i hope we get greenlit for a sequel <laughs> yeah because <laughs> there's no tournament so but looking at box office numbers it was like i just came across this uh this little movie uh about demon hunters that has made like five hundred million dollars this year. What's it called? I think it's called Demon Hunter. Let me do some googling. It might be Demon Slayer. It yeah, is not I've never called heard Demon of that. Hunter. Shit. I think it's called Demon Slayer then. Um. Yes, it is called Demon Slayer. My bad. Oh, this is um, an anime. This is an anime. The anime is on Netflix. I have watched the first episode. I'm going to continue to watch that show. Hmm. I do not I do not watch anime. I watched Dragon Ball Z when That's I was anime. watching Toonami. <laughs> was that a <laughs> Toonami thing? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Is Toonami still a thing? Uh I so watched I'm gonna, Pokemon. I'm going to read the description of this show. Okay, do it. 
A boy raised by boars, and by boar I mean the animal, who wears a boar's head and another boy who reveals his true power when he sleeps board the infinity train on a new mission with the flame pillar. Their mission is to defeat a demon who has been tormenting people and killing the demon slayers who oppose it. Is what? that the movie? What? <laughs> That's I, I, I typed in demon slayer into Google <laughs> and it's okay. got, it's got demon slayer Kimetsu no Yaabi, the movie Mujin train. Yeah. Okay. So right. I, I'm, I'm lost. A boy <laughs> I am too because I watched pigs. I did watch an episode of it and it had nothing to do with that so uh, yeah I'm as lost as you are but I will say the show that is on Netflix the first episode was interesting and interesting enough that I want to continue to watch it mm-hmm. so I may have more to say on that I don't see me running out watching the the movie um but it has good animation interesting story so far and yeah so i was basically re-watching scott pilgrim i just have a soft place in my heart for that movie Uh, i watched that movie with some friends and i was the only one that that liked it (laughs) um but that's okay but yeah so i seen that and i was like wow that $500 $500 million in a COVID ass world that we're living in right now. Like that's, that is something there's something there. Yeah. Just kind of like with Yakuza. I was like, okay, there's something here. I, I want to investigate this. So I will watch this first episode and see what it's like, whatever it's 20, 23 minutes of my life. And it was interesting. <laughs> I don't get into anime though. Like that is just not something that I really seek out. Um, like I know I said I wanted to watch Castlevania, but I think there's just been enough people in like the games industry who don't watch anime. That's like, Hey, this is a cool show. Like it's violent and it's just fun to watch. Um, so I think this is just another one of those, like it, it, like I said, I don't watch a whole lot of anime. Hell, maybe this will turn me into like a big anime dork, but uh, (laughs) there's some sort of anime that's like pretty high on like the Netflix top 10 right now. It might be this one. No, it's something else. Um, I'm not signed in on my computer. I'd have to look at my iPad. But I noticed it as I was looking, as I found Shadow and Bone. Um, Well, I think they also, they kind of endorse a lot of anime. Um, Whether it's made by Netflix or I don't know, but just seeing Mortal Kombat with the name Mortal Kombat made $48 million <laughs> and then Demon Slayer with one season of a show out made, you know, a half a billion dollars. It was like, okay, what's, yeah. what is it about this show that people like? <laughs> um, so yeah, I might launch into that, uh, next time we record, but, uh, what else, Rich? What else? Um, I think that's it. That's good enough. I've talked long enough. Okay. So we have some news here. Is there anything that sticks out that you would like to talk about before we end the show? Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I know you're going to want to talk about this Marvel stuff 
um, they kind of released the trailer for their phase four stuff, mm-hmm. which yeah. I'm sure you know way more about than I do. Um, I watched that trailer, uh, but I don't remember all the stuff they announced. And then this, uh, this screen grab on this CNET article of this lady holding this sword. I spent like a really long time trying to figure out if it was Angelina Jolie because this is like the image that everybody's using on this story. So I've seen it 300 times. And it's kind of a low quality image. Yeah, I've seen it at least 300 times in the last like two days. And I'm like, is that her? Is that Angelina Angelina Jolie? Is she going to be in Marvel now? And then, yeah, sure enough, she is. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) She is on the, what is her movie called? The Internals. Okay. I've read the Eternals comic. Don't remember a damn thing about it. <laughs> uh, I know like the villains are like massive giants, but outside of that, I don't know. But I do think that they are going to be like major ass players in phase four. Um, So phase four, the movie's, uh, well, I'll just run down these real quick. So it's Black Widow uh, that comes out this year. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings, which looks like a really fun-looking um, like karate movie. The Eternals comes out November of this year. And then Spider-Man No Way Home um, actually comes out in December. That surprises me because I feel like there are so many like things being hush-hush about it. Like, Seems to me like they're still filming it. So the fact that yeah, they can wrap up production in seven months is kind of, I don't know, shocking. So then leading into 2022, it's going to be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, that's in March. And then in May is Thor Love and Thunder, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, July will be Black Panther. Uh, had, they revealed the name Wakanda Forever. Um and then in November of 2022, the sequel of Captain Marvel is just going to be called The Marvels. And it's probably going to tie in characters from um, WandaVision. It'll tie in characters from Miss Marvel, which is a show that will be coming out this year at some point. It'll be Captain Marvel. Um I think they formed their their own kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy style group. And it's just sounds like it's just a bunch of women that kind of kick ass. So, yeah, yeah, that'll be 2022. And then in 2023, we'll have Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumanium, which I think we knew what the name of that was. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and then the Fantastic Four. So that'll be the full breadth of the movies for phase four, which they, it doesn't seem like they have like a Avenger style movie, you know, where they're going to tie a bunch of people together. Right. But I think like, so, you know, in Thor love and thunder, um, I mean, hell he was with the guardian. So you might see the guardian, <laughs> maybe, you know, you might see the guardians like pop up in that movie or you might see Thor and the guardians movie. Um, you know, Dr. Strange is going to have a bunch of people in it. Hell, like you're here and Spider-Man is going to have like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and like all this multiverse stuff, which I don't know. Yeah, that that seems weird to me. Yeah. 
So they're going to drive it into the ground. Um, There's a bunch of Disney Plus series too. So we have like Loki's next, and then uh, what Hawkeye. Yeah. So what if is, is going to come out this summer? But that's really it's an animated show, mm. and it's just going to be think of it as like comic spinoffs. So it would be like what if. Well, kind of like what the Loki show is doing. What if Loki took off with this Infinity Stone and mm. and did his own shit? What if is going to be like that? But they're actually pulling in like voice the like OG voice actors and um, I think that they've got a lot of like production value behind that. So, which speaking of like animated shows, have you started the Bad Batch? I have not yet. It's okay. It's it'll probably get started this weekend. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have. I'm curious if I need to know like way more about the Clone Wars before I get into that. But I might read a review and see like if I could come in fresh because I I still have not finished up that show at all. But. Uh. But yeah. So you said we got Hawkeye and. Yeah, there's a bunch of like Moon Knight, She-Hulk, some sort of Guardians holiday special, and then a bunch of like TBA stuff. Um, Yeah. It's just wild to think about. All I can think about is like all these shows and movies, and then like all the Star Wars stuff they announced like three months ago. Like there's just so much like the amount of like people and like production to like make all this stuff just seems insane i mean they're churning it out especially like like imagine like how many like cgi people they must have like because so much of these shows now is computer graphics right it's just got to be ridiculous uh yeah 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 It's, it's 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 just crazy like how how quickly like this is kind of turned around where like Remember, like, when Lord of the Rings came out? I feel like that was the first, like, other than Star Wars, like, Lord of the Rings was definitely, like, the Star Wars of, like, our younger generation. Like, oh, yeah. It's this big event. It always happens, like, during Christmas or Thanksgiving or whenever they launched. And it was like, okay, here's this one movie that's going to come out. And then in three years, we'll get the other movie, right? And so, like, you have to wait, like, five, six, seven, eight years to, like, see all three movies. Right. And there's like three, no, wait, one, two, three, four, like big time Marvel movies releasing this year. <laughs> yeah. And I like mean, some of the Avengers like, movies like were spread out over time, but like there wasn't, right. there wasn't six Lord of the Rings spinoff shows in between each main movie. Like, I don't right. know. It's just really crazy. Like how that's flipped. Think about being like a 10 year old right now, super into comics and having all of this stuff available to them where, you know, I was reading Batman growing up, but I was getting like the, um, George Clooney Batman movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was shit. You know, like it was, it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And that one. And then, um, you know, just like some of those, like, real bad movies uh the superhero movies and then 
it was it was an Iron Man, but I think it was like those X Men movies where people were like, and then the the original like Spider Man trilogy. With, yes, um, that's the one that yeah, changed it for sure. Yeah, that that definitely was like okay, like we've got something here. Let's okay, so let's do a Hulk movie. Uh, okay, we I think we kind of effed up we there a little up. bit. Fantastic so maybe, Four. Uh, uh, oh <laughs> yeah, we kind of enough for a sequel, but then like okay, um, uh, let's. Let's try X Men for a while. Okay, we we're hitting our stride. We've got a we're gonna start pumping out X Men every other year. We got a new X Men movie out. Okay, uh, people are getting less interested in it. Let's how many, reboot X Men. How many X-Men. chicken breasts can uh, can Wolverine eat? Yeah, so we Hugh, now Hugh let's Jackman. reboot X Men. Yes. Yeah. So then they rebooted it with like a whole new cast. Um, and then they're like, okay, well, let's do Iron Man, and then let's build this freaking just ridiculous amount of movies and tell this very intricate story. And yeah, I mean, they they figured it out for sure. Um, I think Star Wars is having, you know, it's. Um, I thought those movies were pretty bad. Um, Mandalorian was okay. But it was enough to where, you know, I've considered reading Star Wars. And I want to see where a, not James Gunn, but isn't like Taika Waititi, isn't he doing a Star Wars movie? Like, I'm interested in seeing what he does with it. I think. Now that shit's not until, what, 2027 Yeah, or I think something, he's, he's attached to something. I don't know what. I don't know. I think they're, I think they've got their Marvel stuff figured out. Um, it's making them a ton of money. I think Star Wars is making them a ton of money, but they're they're kind of struggling, like figuring that part out. So they're they're like, we're gonna announce all kinds of stuff, and we'll just see what sticks. So <laughs> uh, I looked up a list of like '90s uh, superhero movies. <laughs> it is uh, bad. Remember Mystery right, Men. Oh, so yeah, like ben that Stiller. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, just real corny. Yeah, Shaq had one. Yeah, Steel. Um, yeah, Steel. Spawn. And then, uh, you know what? I didn't hate that Spawn movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, was it John Leguizamo was the clown, the crazy clown? Uh, I, th- I think so, yeah. That You know, that's a, if I watched that today, I'd probably hate it. But I think I watched that movie a handful of times because I was I was kind of into Spawn there for a little bit. <laughs> what other what other news do we have to talk about? So I think we've I have uh, okay. So Discord and PlayStation are joining forces. I don't really have a whole lot to say about that. That's uh, cool. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that because there was articles. Um, like just weeks before this this was announced that Microsoft had offered like a pretty large yeah. amount of money to buy just Discord right out. Um and then Discord like walked away and then like four days later was like, Hey, we're just gonna let Sony buy part of us, I guess. You know? Yeah. It's sort of weird. Well play well, Sony's upset about this whole like MLB deal. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah it'd be like, apparently we'll Microsoft like the the rumor is that they were gonna offer them ten billion dollars to buy Discord. What what would have to happen? What would have to happen 
for you to turn that deal down. Like, I don't know if Discord makes money. I mean, they have to make money, but, like, they only sell, like, the Nitro thing. Yeah, and I feel like I see free coupons all the time for Nitro. Yeah. I, yeah. Are there ads? Like, yeah, like I'm because like, we, we're using it. Yeah, we're, we're me. using it right now. And I don't, I don't see like any ads. Yeah, it's weird. And oh, so, what about um, like um, there's there's some podcasters that they have a Patreon, and they're like, hey, for X amount of dollars, you can join our Discord. Uh, Is it? Yeah, I don't know if you have to pay for that or not. Maybe you do. Well, I'm I'm curious, like if if you know, so I've got like different channels in here that has different members in it um but i wonder if it's like can i host a thousand people yeah I bet, or is that I bet where not. nitro comes in and it's Probably. like now nah, you, you actually got to pay for this right 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 yeah so yeah. that's good on them to partner up with them i mean discord seems like they're kind of at the top of their game with this yeah. stuff um i love it um <laughs> we can 100% text each other, but we still talk through Discord. <laughs> I talk to my board game buddies through Discord. We could absolutely just text each other, but we, yeah. for some reason, prefer Discord. <laughs> and, you know, it drives my wife crazy. She said, why don't you just text them? I don't, I, I, I don't have an answer to that. I just, but I don't mind it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. strange. So. Um, I like it because yeah, then like, I see like the little Discord message and I know who it is. <laughs> yeah, the one person. Yeah. Yep. I know that's Matt. Yep. Michael. Shit, yeah, sorry. shit. Who's Matt? Um, um Yeah, go ahead. See. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh so XP or yeah, so Xbox Series X, if you can ever buy one, you'll have a hundred games that uh have the FPS boost. They'd kind of rolled that out like a couple months ago with like a handful of games where they're boosting the FPS. Um like on older games or uh, like original Xbox One games, and apparently now that's on a hundred games, so that's pretty cool. I think that so. Uh, I'm sorry, Microsoft is winning an audience over where they're like, "Hey, I know like we don't really have a lot of stuff right now, but we do have this back catalog, and we'll make sure we make it look as great as possible. Yeah. So we're gonna, you know, make some tweaks to it where Sony." isn't doing stuff like this as much. So I think that they're, they're winning some fans over, but yeah, I, I, I can't buy, I tried today. <laughs> can't buy one of Twice. those things. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was available at Walmart and on the Microsoft store and I neither, I think by the time I clicked on the Mario or the, um, the Wal- I don't know why I said, uh, but the, the Walmart ad, it was already sold out. Like as soon as Wario sixty four posted it, it was That's sold out. Insane. How are we six months into this? And I and, and we're who, six I months guess, we're six months into this, and you can't. They don't even have them on store shelves. Like they haven't made so, it into a physical store. So I asked a I think it was a Best Buy employee because I just like ducked into one one day. I was like, okay, maybe maybe they'll just have one on the shelf. Um, and there he was just like. We had one batch come in, um, and that's it. 
it, like since they've launched. That's bananas. And I'm just I'm just really shocked at that. But what what shocks me even more is like you know it's these bots that are buying all this stuff up because people are like selling it. But it still shocks me that like you know because you you'll see them posted on eBay all the time for like eight hundred and fifty dollars or something. It still shocks me for as long as it's been out that people are willing to pay that kind of money for it. Yeah. Like nothing about that screams eight hundred and fifty dollars. No, but it'll go down too. Eventually, it'll yeah, it'll even out. I, I'd yeah. say give it another. I, I figured by this point it would be pretty available if you wanted to just walk into a store, you could buy one. I'd say I don't know if you could do that this year, but hopefully next year you'd be able to. But I'm still trying to. Um, I'm still trying to get one. I will say the S's, the series S seems like it's a little more available. Mm. I clicked the link about 45 minutes after it was posted and I, I could have picked one up if I wanted to, but those PS fives, they go like yeah. the disc free and the, the $500 one. I mean, it goes, they're instant. They're instantly gone. <sighs> okay. Let's see here. So uh, the next story is Microsoft is lowering its cut of uh, PC game sales from 30% to 12%. So in the Microsoft PC store where they sell games, um, they get before they got a 30% cut. And that's a pretty standard uh, sort of rate like with uh, Steam. Um, I think it was last year that Epic came out and was like, hey, we're going to change our rate to 12% because... We already have a gajillion dollars. Like, we're just going to do this just to piss people off, you know, our competitors off. So Microsoft decided they're going to do this. Um, I think just on the PC store, though. Um, So it's not that surprising. Uh, I I think, I don't know if this story came out of it, but there's been a lot of uh, news stories coming out of the Epic and Apple lawsuit about Fortnite. Um, that like involve Microsoft and like things that Microsoft is like like talked about doing for some reason. I, I don't know. Been, yeah, this isn't a very surprising move to me that they're going to move, you know, from thirty percent to twelve percent, especially with Game Pass. So I've got some numbers here. Epic's revenue from Fortnite in twenty eighteen it was five point seven billion dollars. Whew. In 2019, it went down. It was 4.2 billion, and then in 2020, it went back up to 5.1 billion. So 2018 looks like it was its best year. 97 percent of 2018's revenue was Fortnite. 97 percent of their money came from one wow. video game, and Epic is known for having all kinds of stuff. But well, that yeah, they, they sell Unreal. Right. <laughs> That's Think about how big that game is. Yeah, it's bananas. But yeah, that's cool. Um, you know, creators are are able to make more money. Um, I think that will help incentivize people to not only uh create PC games but also use Microsoft as a storefront. Even though most like PC gamers kind of hate the Microsoft store, um, and they tend to, you know, want to use Steam for everything. I don't know if I was, if I was selling a video game. See, I, I don't even know if I want to finish that sentence. If I was selling a video game, 
and I was like, okay, I want to release it on Steam, but for every $100, I'm only making $70. Or I could release it on the Microsoft Store, and I could make $88 out of $100. It's not, I guess it's not like you have to choose one or the other, but. Right, right. Yeah, it's it adds up, though. I mean, that, yeah. that adds up big time. I mean, especially if you're talking about like a, like, think about like Valheim. That like, those right. guys never thought that game was going to take off. And then all of a sudden, just boom. Yeah. You know, and they end up with this huge amount of money. And then you start looking at it and going, oh, man, <laughs> 30% of our money's just gone. You know, like, even though they never thought they'd make as much as they did, that's still, that's still kind of, uh, kind of nuts. Are are you you still playing that at all? No, I kind of fell I kind of fell off it a bit. I do want to get back into it. It's just it's one of those games where you can't like you can't just hop into it and play for 15 or 30 minutes. Like you kind of got to get in there and like like get in there, get your stuff, repair your equipment, like do a run, come back, unload all your stuff. Like it's 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 kind of one of those games. Uh, right. It's hard to kind of jump in and jump out. And I just lately, I just haven't had time to like sit down and like spend two or three hours playing it. Sure. Um, yeah. But but Steam Steam, funnily enough, like so they take the thirty percent cut until you sell ten million in sales. So if 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 you and I made a video game and we sold ten million dollars, that then their cut drops to twenty five percent. Oh, and then after you sell fifty million, they drop to twenty percent. That is the most greedy bullshit I've ever heard. A five percent difference. Yeah. So if you sell ten million wow. in sales, Valve makes three million because that's thirty percent. And after you cross ten million, it drops to twenty five percent. So, just I mean, that, you saying that kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like, oh, you know, you sell ten million, we made three million, um, we'll just drop it to like five percent, you know. No, they drop it right. by five percent to twenty five percent. You know, on, on fifty million dollars there. Yeah, that's that's yeah, they're still at twenty percent. Well, when you when you're the biggest, I mean you can, I guess you can just kind of do whatever, but I know they're they're probably getting some push to try and. I mean, how many knives is that by Gabe Newell? A lot of Dude, all whatever. If you wanted my kitchen knives, <laughs> well, I'd, I'd I, I, I didn't understand like what like during COVID, like initial COVID, he was like stuck in New Zealand, and he just just I saw news <laughs> news articles that he just decided to just stay there. Like Weird. after he like like after the travel ban lifted, and I'm like, well, yeah. Every time a game sells fifty million dollars, he makes ten million bucks. Why does he need to go anywhere? Like just buy New that's, Zealand. That's like the the George R. R. Martin thing. Where people <laughs> were like, oh, all right. So now let's let's get him stuck in his house. He's going to finish his book. And it's <laughs> still not out, and he's like, no, still nowhere near done writing that book. So, <laughs> and then this last story, um, I think it was the last podcast maybe the one before you kind of mentioned that iphone was going to create a foldable phone i was like yeah right that'll never happen <laughs> you're such an idiot why would you say that and then lo and behold 
there's some rumors <laughs> spreading that they would be um, even by 2022 years they could be releasing a, a foldable phone. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's a little early, but I don't know. I think there's a market there for that, for sure. I think it's telling that they had like Apple had a style for a while until like the iPhone I think it was maybe the 4 when they yeah. then went to that where the bands the 4S were yeah. the antennas you know and it was like a square or like a yep it was like, flat like yeah flat yeah, on the yeah, sides and like yeah yes the the bands were in the antennas were included in the band, the metal band around the whole phone. Yep. They had that style for a while. And then the iPhone, maybe the iPhone X was like that, but then they went back to their OG style for a while where like my phone, I don't even know. I don't even remember what phone I have, but they got away from the square look. Yeah. And they went back more towards like the rounded corners. And then now the new phones are went back to their you know, their middle their middle look that they had, more of the the square look. So I think that they're probably at a point where they're like, We are kind of not out of ideas, because I'm sure that company is just a glutton of ideas, but now it's like, okay, there's this market with foldable phones. Maybe we need to tap into that. But I'm sure that they are testing everything there. They're probably testing, you know, turning iPads into phones or turning them into laptops and stuff. I'm sure that there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, research and development happening there. But I think that there's something here where they're like, they plan on shipping like 20 million of these in 2023 hmm. and the idea of there being a phone that you could essentially have a bigger screen but since you could fold it it's actually going to take up less you know real estate in your pocket right like there's th- that seems that seems kind of cool yeah what if you what if your phone unfolded into the something like the size of an ipad mini yeah i mean <laughs> And then you slap these two controllers on the side of it, and it's a Nintendo Switch. You know what? Could you imagine being a web developer? Oh, God, no. Just kill me Right now, now looking at, like, okay, <laughs> they're about to release an 8-inch phone. Like, what is the resolution of that screen going to be? You know, that's not as much as a problem anymore with the way most websites are designed because it's all on a percentage base. And most everybody uses that kind of rule, so it right. just it just kind of works. Like some places probably still use like manually like inputted like breakpoints, but some of it, so much of it now is just like it's that's true. Like you yeah. download, like you go to GitHub, you download the open source thing, or like you build it internally if you if if you're doing that. But I, that's such an industry standard now. But man, I remember yeah. the days back when we were building stuff and it was like, okay, <laughs> like I got this working on the iPhone, but I, it looks like shit on my Android phone or, you know, or whatever. It's like, <laughs> right. well, what browser oh, yeah. are you using? Well, I got to install like eight browsers on my phone yep. to try to get it to work. 
Yeah, that, that's a nightmare. Yeah, I think some of the first dev work I started doing, I had an iPad Pro. Yeah. And I, I found out that um, uh, some of the higher ups, like, you know, the, the COO level people were carrying around iPad minis. And I was just like, I can't, I don't have an iPad mini to yeah. test this stuff on. Yeah, you get everything working like, like great on the phone. And then you rotate it to landscape mode and everything's just fucking busted. Oh, yeah. Everything, like, yeah. it collapses on top of each other. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> like, why would CSS do that? Oh, uh, dude. What, like, on, what on my style sheet would make like all the, of this stuff just... Yeah, it's like Internet Explorer. Just set it to display none and just be done. It just doesn't work in landscape, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember... <laughs> Portrait only. Yeah, like, if, if... Yeah, like, I would... I would totally have, like coded something like if phone is in landscape mode display message like turn your phone around idiot like nobody reads <laughs> yeah. websites this way like i remember when we were building resume play and we had moved to something else and like i could not get the site to render right with some of the like effects that i had on internet explorer like so seven we or dabbled six. in squares squarespace a little bit right yeah 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 we were on there for a while yeah okay yeah, yeah. but there was like a time period where it would not run on like vanilla Internet Explorer. And so I literally did that. I literally coded into the site. Like if you loaded it with Internet Explorer, it would straight <laughs> up give you links to Chrome and like whatever the other like Firefox. Oh like gosh. you need to download a real browser. <laughs> wow. Uh, Just take them to a 404 page. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Boy, that was a nightmare. Yeah, I guess it it is probably not much of a an issue anymore. Maybe maybe some like video game developers would struggle with that because I don't know if they if their assets. I I guess I just don't know that. It wouldn't be part yeah. It. it wouldn't be as much like website design. It would be like UI and like UX design. Like you can yeah, hand, but can, you can, can hand you an set iPhone that stuff to scale. That's what I'm talking about. Like like you can hand like somebody an iPhone. And like they know how to work it, right? But if you hand them an sure. iPhone where it unfolds like a trifold, like kind of like maybe an iPad, mm-hmm. like what's the UI going to look like on that? Like how is it going to work? Right. Like how are you going to what's what's navigating that look like? Like what's the swiping? What's where are things? Like is it? I mean they have iPad OS. Like maybe it would be something like that. But yeah, that that would be the big the big hurdle there. Yeah. I think it was micro maybe it was Microsoft that was actually trying that um first where they were trying to like split the screen up um I could they, be wrong They released that, two foldable phones, the Duo and then one other one. Yeah, maybe uh, so that that's probably what I was thinking of, just seeing some of those mock-ups and Yeah, yeah. um you know why they were in R&D, but man, you know, I didn't get to talk about Mortal Kombat. Um I know I brushed on it, but I have some thoughts. So I think the next episode we'll have to we'll have to revisit that. Okay, maybe um, I'll try to watch it. Okay, it is. I think I made the comment that every movie that Warner Brothers has released this year, I think they were probably like, "You're good, HBO. If you want to just go ahead and stream all these, cause <laughs> they're just okay. <laughs> Nothing is like real stellar." I think Mortal Kombat falls into that. Oh boy! Uh, so many freaking plot holes, but yeah, let's let's talk about that uh, on the next episode. So, 
anything else? No, that's you it. You'd like to discuss? All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can send that to emails at bitpunch.tech. Uh, if you want to subscribe to our newsletter, you can find that at bitpunch.substack.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bitpunch. I'm at mouse64, and Rich is at stop pre, right? S-T-O-P-P-R-E? Yep. Is that correct? Yes. Are you IV runner now? Yeah, uh, no, okay. I'm still stop pre on okay. Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the website is bitpunch.tech. You can find all of the show notes and links to all this stuff um on whatever player you're using so um yeah check out our newsletter we reviewed chicken sandwiches that was a lot of fun um but yeah thank you rich thank you and thank you everyone for listening we will be back in a couple weeks thank you bye